take it straight from the bottle today before we start this story. Oh man, let's go back to simpler times. Back in the day, before the P1 918 LaFerrari came out, your boy was trying to get a P1. I was really trying to get a P1, but I just couldn't afford the fucking goddamn P1. And I was in the middle of a deal that I knew was gonna leave me a lot of money, but until it was done, you can't count the money in and all that stuff. So in between that, the P1 went over sticker. So of course it got out of hand. But at the same time, the 918 was coming out and the 918, I don't know if you guys remember, but a lot of people dropped their deposits because the car took way longer to develop. And Porsche back in the day kind of made a mistake letting people drive it, like the prototype, and then people saying, this is not good. Obviously the car was not finished. Don't let people drive it until it's done. So all of those factors together, along with the fact that I had an event to do Roadster and I was like, you know what, I think I'm ready to upgrade. Once my deal is done, that's when I bought the Pagani Huayra. I was hoping to buy a P1, but I couldn't. And the 918 was an option. They were not $843,000 at the time. So I remember thinking to myself, well, $300,000 more from the Aventador is not really gonna kill you, Alejandro. So why don't you grow a pair? Just in general, that's all I said. Why don't you grow a pair, you fucking nut? <laughs> uh, why don't you grow a pair and go to the dealership and talk to someone about it? But also, you don't want to put that deposit. It's $300,000 that, oh. So I go to the dealership to just see my friend randomly. And this dealer also is a Porsche dealership. But I never, not once, thought, oh, I'm going to go come out of this with a 918. So I'm in my friend's office shooting the shit. And out of nowhere, someone comes in and knocks on the door. And the guy comes in and the guy, like my friend goes. So the guy comes and tells him like a secret and the other guy leaves and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Are these guys, this is not the CIA. What was that secret, that bullshit secret? My friend looks at me and he goes, by the way, I needed to talk to you about something. I'm like, oh boy, here comes bad news out of nowhere for me, which I'm completely used to it by now, right? And uh, he goes, listen, I have two 918s that I, I need to sell. People just dropped their deposits. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, You know when you're holding all of that emotion and you're like, God damn, are you fucking sick? But you can't do it because you're at a dealership. Even if it's your boy, he's going to squeeze you for every penny that he can out of a deal. So I'm like, oh, two 918s. And he goes, yeah, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what are the delivery dates, my friend? And he goes, oh, they're coming really, like really soon. It's one of the early bills that we have. It's the second car that's getting here. I'm like, don't say. And what about the other one? And he goes, the other one's coming just two months afterwards. I go, huh. It's really interesting, give me a second. I get the fuck out of there, I go on my phone and I call a friend of mine that has one of the first 918s landing next, like the week after in Chicago. So I called that dude and I'm like, listen, how much are you selling your 918 for? And he goes, I'm asking for $50,000 over right now. And I'm like, is anybody paying you? And he goes, I mean, I haven't really advertised it, but with my friends, I haven't sold it yet. And I'm like, mm, okay, when's your car coming? And he's like, it's coming here in a week. I'm like, okay. So at that moment I knew I had something in my hands that most people didn't understand. It was fucking gold. No one understood that because everybody's like, who gives a fuck? Porsche's making making too many of them. It's not a Ferrari, it's not anything. And I was like, this shit's gonna go up in price real soon. So I asked my friend again, all right, I like the two cars. You had a black on black one, which is the one that everybody saw me that I put the Tron lines on that later on I wrapped blue. And I had ordered another one because he had another gray one with a red interior that I really fucking loved. Loved it. So I said to my friend, you know what? Don't worry about anything. I'll buy both cars from you. But the only condition is don't make me put a deposit. He goes, it's a fucking done deal, dude. Take him. I leave and uh, someone else from the dealership calls me and he goes, bro, 
my friend just told me that you just bought the two 90 that we had and I'm like fuck yeah and he goes what the fuck are you doing nobody's gonna want to buy this car from you I'm like I know I know man I'm such a fucking idiot I know but you know what I really love the car don't worry about it so I hang up the phone I'm like no one has noticed that I just fucking stole two 918s what the fuck is going on so comes the day the day that my car is fucking landing, the black one. And I get a call from my friend in Chicago. My friend in Chicago calls me and he goes, bro, I just saw your post. I want to buy your black 918 from you and I'll give you $200,000 over sticker. And I go, I fucking knew it. I win. This is happening right now. But listen, I don't need to sell the car right now because I still want it. And my plan, originally my plan is I'm going to buy the black one. I'm going to drive it for a month, two months while the gray one gets in. And once the gray one gets in, I sell the black one, probably for the difference of the payment in the taxes for that car. That's what I was thinking. I, I actually never thought the car was gonna explode in the way that it did in value. I had no idea, but I knew it was gonna be up. So I thought I'm gonna drive the black car for free and then I'm gonna get the gray one with the red interior, which is the one that I really like and keep that. So my friend is telling me that he's giving me $200,000. I'm like, fuck, it's, I mean, come on guys. I haven't had that much money for a very long time. Like now it's getting there and I'm like, listen, I don't need to worry about your $200,000 right now, boy. I don't, I'm good, I'm good. I'm gonna just ride the wave and drive my car. And he goes, are you sure? This is the last time I offer you this. I'm like, I'm sure, I'm gonna do it. And I said, even if he gives me $100,000, that covers the taxes for this one and the other one, and that gets me out of the car, no problem. And this is where the story starts to get rocky. So I hang up the phone and uh, I start getting ready to make the payment for the car. And I get a call from the dealer. And the dealer, the owner of the dealer, and he calls me and he goes, listen, I know you're trying to flip your car and I'm going to take it away from you. I'm not giving it to you. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I have not once tried to flip the car. Like, I'm just gauging the fucking market so that I can buy the second one from you too, right? Like, which I already signed for. And he's like, I'm not giving you the car. Now, at this point, most people will say, well, Alejandro, someone probably told him that you talked to your boy in Chicago or anything. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 let me tell you what he wanted. So at this point, I'm, I'm a little crushed that the guy is trying to tell me that I can pick up my car, but I told him, listen, I already paid for the car. I already gave you whatever deposit that they asked me when the car arrived. They were like, just put a deposit down so you have it. So I put that deposit down. I can't remember how much it was. I told him, I paid you already. Just give me my car and I can wire you the money for the rest tomorrow, period. Let's finish it. And he goes, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you take the car unless you sign a piece of paper that says that you're gonna give me 30% of your profits if you sell it. truth comes out and I'm in a conference call with this guy and his manager at the store and I'm thinking I can't believe this guy's fucking extorting me or what feels like extortion to get my car now I understand why you didn't want to give it to me in the first place so I go okay so please repeat the terms one more time sir what exactly do I need to do and he goes well you're gonna have to give me 30% of uh, anything if you sell the car and you make more money on it. You can't sell the car unless I approve it and we're gonna put it like this, this and that. He throws me all the ground rules for the game and I go, listen guys, here's the reality of this. I, I was gonna say, I might look dumb, but I am really dumb. I am really not educated. I don't know anything, but I've done a lot of legal paperwork because I work in the movie industry. I get the same fucking contract for so many different people that edited so many times that I've read so many contracts and terms and understand how everything works in that level. I'm not saying I'm a lawyer, but I have the experience. So I tell the guy and I said, there's no way an owner of a dealer is this stupid, but I'm gonna give it a shot. 
why don't you send me an email with all of the terms so that we make sure that we know what we're talking about and uh, uh, it'll be a done deal. Well, I'll sign it and I'll, you'll give me the car and if I sell it, we'll give you 30%. He goes, man, I'm so glad we were able to work this out. I really want you to have this car. He fucking sent me that email. Like literally at the hour, I had an email saying from the owner of the dealership, if you accept to take the car, I'm gonna need 30%. All of the things that everybody would like any, if Porsche would have found out, they would have fucking lost their shit. So I didn't say anything. I was just like, I'm getting my car, it's not a big deal. And when he emails me that, I call him back and I go, uh, he actually called me back like an hour later. He goes, hey, Alondra, do you have a chance to look at the paperwork? I'm like, hey man, of course I did. And here's the good news. I'm not signing shit and I'm taking delivery of my car. And he goes, what? You just hear like this complete silence in the room and my, my heart's just fucking beating, I'm sweating, but you know what? I'm putting my fucking balls on the table on this one, baby, because I know how the fucking world works. I'm old, I've been fucked too many times. I'm done, I'm taking this fucking car. I'm taking my chances. So, they're not there, the big silence. Uh, Alejandro, I don't think you're standing in the position that you're standing. And I go, well, if I'm not, then don't sell me the car. But I think I am standing in that position where you sent me an email that if I show anybody at Porsche, you're gonna be fucking done. And, and immediately fucking loses his mind and starts yelling and, and whatever, and he hangs up the phone on me and I'm like, ah, I expected that. But you know what? I'm just gonna wait this time around. I'm not gonna call him. I'm just going to wait myself, and I did. And believe it or not, he called me back. And he goes, what can we do to get past this? And I go, it's very simple. I'm buying this car. I have the cash right now to buy it. But you know what? Now I don't feel like spending all that cash. How about you finance the car for me? And he goes, that's ridiculous. I'm not gonna do it. I was like, that's all I want. You already put me in this whole mess. And he ended fucking ended up doing. So I got my car, I got it financed, I put 50% down, $400,000, uh, 450, whatever the fuck it was, out of the rest. And I took my car. So once I took my car, because I was like, I'm not gonna tell anything about the second car, because if I say that, of course they're gonna take it away from me. So after I'm done with my first car, I take it out, they deliver it to me, it's official, I go back to the dealership and I go, all right, when am I getting my second car? I'm here to give you the deposit for that, before the, the same confusion happens. And that's where I look. Lost. That's where I lost the fucking fight. They took my second car away. They were like, we were never going to get this car. And they played it like they were never going to get this car. If I would have gotten that second car, I would have made 800,000 fucking dollars. Oh, and he just hurt me. He just hurt me. He hurt my economy because I could have bought so many other stupid things that no one needs. And he just hurt me because I was really excited about that other car because I really wanted that one, not the black one. But I ended up keeping the black one. And you know what? That's why I tattooed this on my body and that's why we call it the Salmon VIP experience because always think and expect for the worst. And if something better than the worst happens, good for you. That's my story. I legitimately bought three 918s. I bought two at the beginning when I got super lucky and then I got the 918, the acid green one, which I paid two million fucking dollars for afterwards because I liked the car so much. Anyways, that's my story. Lots of ups, lots of downs. I win some, I lose some. This time around, it's not so embarrassing, I think. And my wife had nothing to do with it, so ha! Who's fucking winning now? To everybody saying that I don't do anything without my wife's permission. <laughs> How's this ever happened to you guys? Have you ever had the pleasure of buying something and seeing an opportunity and taking advantage of it and then the people take back that opportunity from you? If you have, please let me know in the comments. I would love to read all of your experiences. Thank you very much for watching, guys. My name is Alejandro and as always, stay sexy.